Hey there, this is Cole. This is the last episode of the Dark Souls 3 season for now. And also, this is uh, one of the last episodes of the year. I believe it comes out on Christmas Day of 2016. This is a time to look back and be grateful and all of that sappy stuff. want to say thank you to everybody who has backed us on Patreon. Um, over the course of 2016, we've started three new shows, Monster in My Podcast, uh, Days of Future Cast, and Radio Free Midworld, all of which are tremendously fun and only possible because enough of you have gone to the Patreon page and given us a couple of bucks, or sometimes a lot, sometimes many couples of bucks. And uh, we have so much more in store uh, for 2017. The show isn't going anywhere. It's just changing for a bit until we figure out what From's next move is. But if you want to continue supporting this show and the network and make more cool stuff happen, go to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. That is patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Now let's wrap this up. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. I took the mantle of Lord of Cinder of mine own volition. I speak these words with pride. Choose thy fate alone. Seize it with thine own hands. All the more should thy fate entail such foul betrayal. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat. It is the amalgamated favorite. <laughs> and this week, uh, we are by ourselves here talking about the end game of Dark Souls 3. Um, this season drawing to a close before it uh, embers back up again with the second DLC. This episode will be kind of a clearinghouse of uh, some NPCs that we haven't talked about. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of go into what's involved in ending this game um, and talking, I'm talking about the final boss, obviously Gary, yeah, I'm rambling. Fun. Save me. No, like final boss and just kind of final, final thoughts and wrap ups and how this kind of kind of ends. And, and as is our tradition, we're doing it alone because we all die alone. <laughs> um, the, uh, it's, I, I consider doing this with you to be alone. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I'm, but I was about to, I was about to yeah. look sideways at that, but <laughs> no, it's, I, I don't know what it means. I could, I could see it in a good interpretation and a bad interpretation of it. Like it's either, you know, remarkable trust or incredible insignificance. And I, I don't want to put a pin in either one, you know, I, I, uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so it has been uh, been a long, in many ways, kind of a stressful season of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, I've been looking forward to recording this. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I'm also looking for the nice thing. Having this, like, couple month break or however long until the DLC comes out is going to be awesome because I'm going to have enough time to, like, look really look forward to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I do want to, as much as, like, I didn't like Ashes of Ariandel very much, I'm really looking forward to the second one. Just because it'll have been enough time to where it's like, hey, yeah. Yeah, so some more souls will be good. Yeah, there will be um, uh, some, some some absence for that fondness to fill, you know? Yeah. Um, the the standard disclaimer of, you know, games as an evolving medium means that everything we say today, any conclusions we draw, uh, are immutable. 
So uh, even so much so that like things could get patched and changed, <laughs> you know, so we, we don't actually know what any, the future holds. And yeah. uh, some of these things, uh, you know, especially with the endings, like one of the big bummers of the one of the endings is that I don't know. You know, we don't know what a lot of the endings mean. Right. I feel like they're they're enigmatic to uh, kind of to a fault. And some of those questions might be answered uh, in the DLC. So yeah. this might become instantly a dated relic, but yeah. So uh, I mean, yeah. let's let, let's date it. First off, Merry Christmas! You're listening to yeah. this comes out on the twenty fifth. Yeah, if you, I mean, if you celebrate any of that, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, second off, this we're we're referring to this game as it exists on December the fifteenth of twenty sixteen. Yes, um, it's hard to imagine that Dark Souls three is going to get better in twenty seventeen when nothing will get better in twenty seventeen. <laughs> so like, why would Dark Souls three be the exception? Yeah. But we we shall see. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, could it get any worse? Not not Dark Souls three, but anything else from twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah, incredibly, very much so. Yeah, there's always more. Like, it's always I, worse. I was talking yeah. to to somebody, and I was just like, "Oh, who's who's still gonna die?" Because uh, everyone's acting like, uh, you know, this doesn't just this is just happen all the time. Right. You know, where like, oh, like the people you were into are you were into them when you were young. Mm-hmm. They were thirty to forty years older than you because they were doing their best work, and now they're dying because you're thirty to forty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like. You know, I, you know, other other people are, are going out like Alan Alda's probably not got tons of time. Then we're going to get a surprise Dark Horse one like Tom Hanks. You know, something, <laughs> yeah. something like that's going like, to like happen because this isn't going to stop because no. it never has stopped. It will forever be. Yeah. And it's only and, I know, mean, like like that's only only going to get worse, you know, because yeah. guess guess what? Right now it's celebrities. Pretty soon it's going to be the people, you know, in love. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, it sucks. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it doesn't suck, but just kind of the like, man, 2016 did it all. You yeah. know, this is just time and, and this yeah. is what what happened. So, yeah, it, it's, it's it's time and your uh, and your circle, you know, the people, yeah. you, the people you socialize with. And a lot of people being really upset about Alan Thicke. Which I was surprisingly I was very surprised by that. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it, there I know people there are certain people who and this is, you know, this is an abject suffering. So we don't have to go too far into this. But right. like. There's an element of per, like performative grief, I feel like, on social media. Like, I, you know, I, for the most part, I feel like, you know, don't tell somebody how to grieve. Yeah. I do think that there are people who, like, feel an obligation on social media to, like, I need to mark this passing. Yeah. Wow, you know, we lost another I, great one today. Yep. Yeah, well, exactly. Whether you actually, like, are that touched by it or not, you know. Mm-hmm. And it becomes exhausting when it's, like, everybody, you know, every <laughs> single person who dies. Like, you know, it, it's... And Alan Thicke is the very definition of somebody I have a hard time thinking anybody is that invested in. Yeah. Like, it's very sad. Like, I'm sad for his family, you know, um, all these things. But it doesn't uh, – it's just very hard for me to imagine this many people have a personal relationship with Alan fucking Thicke. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just very, yeah. very strange to me. Yep. It's, uh, it's, okay. it's not this year. It's us. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah, it's exactly – so with that out of the way, um, <laughs> that, that thing we had to do. Yeah, this is uh, take, taking out the trash. The um, it's time to uh, to round up some MP- NPCs we missed. Yeah. Um, a lot of NPCs you could do kind of at any time, and you do little parts of them between bosses. Yeah. Um, so it would have rather than just covering them step by step as we went, uh, some things kind of got saved uh for the end here yes and some of these we may have mentioned a little bit but i want to make sure that we put a pin in them i just kind of went through the big list of npcs and you know found people that i didn't feel like we gave their due uh so starting off with gray rat uh the thief that we first meet on the high wall of lothric and eventually you know send him out on these little scavenger missions uh to get stuff um eventually you can send him to lothric castle 
Um, like that's the final place where you can send them. And previously it was possible to, uh, to send them into a place and then have them be rescued, uh, by somebody else by patches, but, uh, but, but nobody, or, or, potentially or, or, yes. Yeah. Or patches dressed up as secret. We're not totally sure, but <laughs> yeah, we can never be certain who, who, yeah. who can tell if secret is actually, a, if there's a body in that armor. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. The, the ending of this, uh, this game introduces, the kind of uh, animuses and spirits and stuff that maybe that had never been a thing in the series before, but now are. So maybe it could just yeah. be an animate armor. That's the yeah. spirit of all the Siegs <laughs> come before. Yeah. Um, um, but, uh, but, but in this case, uh, he, you know, he dies, gray right dies on the roof of the grand archives and patches will go yes. and bring back, uh, bring back a spell or a miracle. I forget, um, exactly which one, but, uh, but yeah, like, you know, you'll go and get his ashes and that is the end of this, uh, poor, helpful little uh, um, kind of slave thief guy. Yeah, yeah, and the the you know, there's not a whole lot to his story, but there's a little bit there if you squint. You know, like he he starts sending himself on these missions after he loses his his Loretta. Yeah, his uh, um, you know after you report that Loretta is dead, so probably a romance, possibly a family member. Yeah, um, we're not sure, but after that, he's just like, hey, I'm I'm your man. Send me out, coach. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to play. And he just, you know, the tragedy of this is he keeps doing it until eventually. Uh, so it's kind of dual purposes. Like it's, I, you know, I kind of like this quest line. Like mm-hmm. one, you know, he's sending himself into suicide missions. Two, it, you know, does a job of showing exactly how dangerous Lothric is. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and and kind of expresses the increasing danger of the world in kind of a subtle way. Right. You know, he has no problem taking it back, coming back from the village. A little bit tricky for Ithril, Arithil. Uh, you know, you're fucked if you go to Lothric Castle, no matter what. Right. So, um, but yeah, that, that's great. Right. And there's no, the only way to save him is just not to talk to him. And it's unsatisfying. He just, <laughs> you know, you talk to him. He's like, put me in coach. Like, yeah. and so he's a, an eternity of, of rooting. I, I need a, and, I need a new purpose after, uh, after I lost my old one. Yeah. 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 So, but he doesn't like do, I, I feel like that, uh, so one, one of the things in this like NPC section, and I've complained about this before, but I, I, what I put out here is like one of the things that disappoints me about the NPCs in Dark Souls Three is that they're all kind of remixes mm-hmm. of previous uh, NPCs, and that whole idea of like taking away someone's purpose being an act of violence is so masterfully done in the the Siegmeier mm-hmm. quest. I would have liked to have seen it expressed here too, where like if you don't let him go, something bad happens as well. Yeah, like he he turns on you. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he goes crazy. Or, yeah, here he go. You know, goes. Yeah, you know. Uh, well, if you're not gonna. You know, the what you semi or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But something where he uh, it actually underlined that theme rather than putting him in a weird like Dark Souls three NPC stasis where he just says the two lines over and over. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Yuria, who we last dealt with in the marriage quest uh, to Henri. In in the tomb and the like, um, at some point, she also orders you to kill Orbeck of Venheim, who is our mage trainer. Yeah. Um, this is this is. Pretty strange. Like, yeah, she says, you know, go kill him because he might become the Lord of Hollows. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot, um, you know, else to suggest that he is a Lord of Hollows. I mean, aside you... from him being a powerful mage and also kind of a dick. Yeah. Yeah. But being a powerful mage, like, you know, we're not powerful mages. Right. The, um, yeah. So you, you, uh, you can, you can go kill him and then give, uh, give his remains to her. And she gives you the, uh, I think the Morian blade. Yeah. Um, you can also, uh, if you keep him alive, um, he event and give him all of the sorcery tomes. He eventually will end up dead on a desk in the grand archives. Yeah. 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 And you can give her those ashes and you'll also get the Morian blade. Yes. That crazy thorned blade. That's a, like a mimic of one of the towers in, uh, in, in, in Londor. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ring, Finger, uh, Ring Finger Leonard. Uh, this is a, a person, kind of a creepy PvP guy wearing a tricorn hat with a silver mask. Uh, we talked about him back, way, way back at the High Wall of Lothric. Uh, he will continue kind of reappearing in Firelink, uh, kind of giving you... Uh, you know, like escalating, like, hey, go kill, just just go out and, and invade, you know, and he will, you know, recognize you as kind of a kindred spirit a little bit if you join the Rosaria's Fingers uh, Covenant. Uh, but there's this awesome line like, oh, you know, really, there's nothing to this. You could be like, uh, what's it, Yellowheart or whatever his name is. Uh, uh, Yellowfinger, which is Heisel. Yeah, Yellowfinger Heisel and think that there's yeah. camaraderie, but, you know, there's nothing really binding us together. Just go out and get get tongues, get tongues yes. every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this, uh, you know, this kind of continues and we don't really um, learn. So what what happens eventually um, is Rosaria dies. Right. And uh, Rosario, when she dies, she she drops uh, where at her corpse, there's a black eye orb. Um, it should be noted that this does not cut you off from anything like you can still do everything with Rosaria. Right. Um, but if you want to pursue this quest line, you can take the black eye orb to Guinevere's chamber, which lets you invade uh, Leonard. And uh, kind of get the, the like the end of this kind of story a little um, bit like this yeah. his obsession with uh, not just like protecting Rosaria but like preserving her almost like implying you did something to defile her body and now you want to defile her soul or something like that. It's a li- it, it feels a little bit like like you know he thinks we're being skeevy almost. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's like you just it wasn't enough to defile her. And again, the way that all of these are remixes, it's supposed to recall specifically uh Lawtrek. Yep. You know, and, and Lawtrek's love of his goddess. Fina, you know, the, yeah. the whole, you know, Fina again with his when he fights with a Shotel. Um, you know, so that that is the idea. That's yeah. the you know, that's what it's evoking. Um I didn't do shit. Like I don't know what you, you know <laughs> what just, you're talking about, but I, like, I, just, like, I, I thought you killed her. <laughs> yeah, I re I respect twice. So if they, if, they, if that's a if that's a problem for you, um, it's not my fault they nerfed luck. Like um so, I mean, that's, you know, essentially it. The kind of the once you kill him, we learn a little bit about his backstory. He was somebody like a, a noble who is horribly burned and originally probably sought out mm-hmm. Rosaria to get reborn. But then once he met her, decided not to and become her knight instead. Right. Um, and uh, Rosaria, this is I think we talked about this a little bit when we talked about Rosaria. This is, you know, kind of exhibit C in the thinking that Rosaria is probably Guinevere mm-hmm. um, kind of reborn, even though. Um, you know, because when we get her soul, you can make bountiful sunlight, which is uh, a princess guard miracle from Dark Souls one. Um, so that seems to to make sense. Um, there's no kind of end to that sentence. Like, you know, <laughs> there, like, there oh, really OK, is. like the queen, you know, the queen then uh, reborn. Like it's maybe like the queen went into to kind of hiding. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a witness protection thing. Yeah. To go hang out with the slugs and in, 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 uh, in the cathedral of the deep. Um, but there's no, the, that ball doesn't get picked up and ran with the idea of Guinevere, Rosaria kind of allying with the cathedral of the deep right? or the, you know, the deacons of the deep or Aldrich or any associated party. So it's kind of, it feels to me a little bit like a, you know, a nipped thread. Yeah. It's, um, it's bizarre that she's in the cathedral of the deep. It almost feels like, uh, um, she's, you know, just misplaced there or out of place. I don't know what, yeah. the, what that would be. Uh, you know, like maybe just trying to keep her away. <laughs> okay, so maybe Sullivan was, tr- was trying to keep her away from, uh, um, oh gosh, Aldrich and uh, um, Gwendolyn, possibly. Sure. So she, know. yeah, so she didn't 
you know, even though there's there's signs of it being assaulted as well, yeah. or like bed chambers with the uh, the kind of spikes mm-hmm. having spiked up the uh, the slug yeah. at the end. So I I don't have an answer for that. You know, I don't. That's not a complete sentence to me. Right. Um, but uh, Leonard does end up becoming a complete sentence as just somebody who kind of gets insanely jealous of yeah. anyone tarrying with God. Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, a little bit Alfred too. Yeah, a little bit of Alfred, a little bit Lautrec, just a little bit of DNA from from things that had come previous. Right. No. Um, and then Cirrus, um, we last talked about her in Irithyll, where you uh, you go into her world to help her fight Creighton. Right. Uh, this is my least favorite signaling quest signaling in the game. Yeah. Is this green moss bit? Yeah, here. we talked about that a little bit uh, previously yeah. when we were talking about. No, it was the. Um, oh man, we're, when we're talking about. See, I'm already forgetting the names. That's so terrible. Talking about Hawkwood um, and just yes. kind of items that tell you to uh, to, to to go elsewhere. Yes. Um, yeah. So the the uh, grandma. In um, spoiler, this is probably Cyrus's grandma is the the firekeeper. You know, old lady. The, the old the, hag herself. Sh- shrine shrine maiden. Sh- yeah, shrine maiden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, has this green moss that has a kind of special message on it that says she's visiting grandfather, um, who happens to be Holy Knight Hodrick. Um, the covenant so leader for the uh, for the Moundmakers. Yes. So you have to go there to, again, get uh, sucked into her world and fight Hodrick, right. who is her grandfather, who she's putting out of her uh, putting out of his misery. Yeah. And all of his all of his sunset gear kind of implies like, yes, he was a maniac on the battlefield. And eventually he just started like living into being this mad ghoul who had attacked friend and foe alike. Yes. Um, we still don't know very much about the Sunless Realms. As a thing, like after you do this fight and this fight is very hard. Have you done this? Yeah, it's uh, Um, it it is. It is a real SOB. Yeah, it it sucks. I think it's very hard (laughs) because you have to keep Cirrus alive and Mm -hmm. she can heal, but she's not smart. Right. Um, So I I found this very tricky. Um, He seems a a touch more aggressive than a lot of other NPC fights, too. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's super aggro. Um, Once you uh, you kill her, she will kind of move over to his grave and firelink. And uh, then you can summon her for once you kill him, you can summon her for the the two princes. Mm-hmm. But um, and then she just kind of that's kind of it. Then, then she um, dies. You just find yeah, she her, dies. find her stuff and a little bit more of uh, of Hodrick's gear over by that uh, by that by the tombstone. Yeah. Yeah. So you find uh, find that talisman there. Yeah. Um. So okay, you know, like <laughs> I, I don't I don't know enough about the Sunless Realms. Like people were saying, oh, that's Londor. Um, we already okay, have Londor. We, we have Londor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got some connections to Mira, um, because mm-hmm. of Creighton and because of Hodrick's shield, yeah, yeah. which looks like the Mira shield. So it's possible this is Mira. I um, can see that. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, it doesn't, I just, we don't know very much about Mira other than that. Yeah. It doesn't, uh, d- doesn't change too much of anything, but at the very least it is, it, it puts it somewhere. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real, uh, Pontiff Sullivan's mom. Yeah. Lorelet, you know, where or like Pont- Pontiff Sullivan's birthplace. Yeah. Kind of thing where it's an unimportant detail as opposed to a context kind of rich detail. Yeah. You know, um, but that ends up being serious. And it's, a, you know, to me, it's a very frustrating quest line because of that grass moss thing. And just kind of knowing to randomly go back to, oh, okay, there's grass moss and grandmother, grandfather. That mm-hmm. must mean going back to this area. I have no yeah. reason to backtrack to. Yeah. Well, he uh, specifically the note says I will be in the pit of hollows is, uh, yeah. is, is, is what uh, yeah. where she's going to. Yeah. Which is also worth noting that, like, uh, well, I guess you can't miss it, but you wouldn't have the association with with Hodrick there if you didn't find him, right? Uh, before 
before he collapsed yeah, the, the roof. Yeah, yeah, before you destroyed him yeah. in, a, in and, an avalanche. Uh, yeah, and Sirius, you know, kind of along with uh, with with the Sigurd is just a very finick a very finicky quest, and also yes, um, one of the a very rare quest that you can just fail outright by lying with a with a, with a covenant. Yeah, with the uh, with the ring with Leonard. So you can yep. you can do them both. Um, the way you do it is you do Sirius's entirely, and then you just finish Ring Fingers right there at the end. Yeah. Um, which means, and the way to uh, to cut it off is by giving a pale tongue to Rosaria. Yeah. Um, as a covenant thing, it used to be at all. Yep. Um, and that used to break the quest. They patched it now to where it's if you join the covenant and give her a, a try to level up in the covenant, mm-hmm. you lose. You can still respec. That's good. Prior to that, it was pretty shitty. I felt like punishing this gameplay mechanic. Yeah. With yeah. like a story, you know, consequence was kind of kind of bad. Yeah. Um, it's gotten better. Good. And and that's really all there is to say about uh, about Cirrus. Um, you know, mm-hmm. just try not yeah. to lose her quest. At least until they get that catfall ring, but yeah, yeah, yeah. which is which is great. It's one of the best rings. Yeah. Um, we uh, we we already talked about Irina. Um, you know, I think we've pretty much covered everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, you know, I don't need to go into too many generalities about that. I do. I think that the the Dark Souls three quest lines are a little too fiddly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm disappointed that they're all remixes, but some of them are genuinely pretty good. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I think Hawkwood is pretty good. I like Arena. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Grey Rat, I think, is fine. Patches is, of course, a miracle. <laughs> yeah. um, Sigurd is below reproach. So, like, you know, that's yeah. pretty much where you know where I where I land on it. Yeah, you know, there um, like there 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 there's some stuff to recommend it. You know, like they're yeah. just yeah. Yeah. some genuinely and, affecting stuff. And no nobody who's listening to this hasn't played the game. But if I had it to do over again, rather than worrying about a spoiler, I would just use an NPC guide. Yep. Because like the spoilers you're getting, it's not to me in my mind. It wasn't fun figuring out these steps. Yeah. Um, it was just a stressor and it was like, oh, if I fuck this up, I have to beat the game and then come back to see it, Yeah, you know, or do the, the ultimate cheat code and look it up on YouTube, you know, but the, um, I would, and the spoiler things where it just like go to this place at this time are not meaningful spoilers. Mm-hmm. So like it, next time a, a dark souls game comes out, you know, or a game, if, if there is a, uh, souls like or whatever, um, you know, I try to go in as spoiler free as possible. Uh, which I still want to do for like areas and bosses and stuff, but getting a like a non-spoiler text-only NPC guide might be worth it if they're going to kind of keep up this philosophy of how they they integrate them into the game. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't have lost anything if I'd done that. Is my point. Yep. No, nope, um, I, I, I agree. It's uh, it's it's one of those things. I want more content, not less. <laughs> and you don't yeah. want to uh, have that be cut off. So I would I would very much want to put myself in that same situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So now, uh, so you know, last time we have finally uh, we have all of the the lords, the ashes of all the lords. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you have all four of them, which will happen uh, after you kill, you know, the the two princes have to be the last one, right? Um, once you have killed the two princes, you can go to Firelink and place them all on the thrones uh, there. And uh, like this is a pretty cool kind of uh, segment here, right? Where you know you place all of them on there. You know, uh, Ludlith, of course, is sitting there. I was about to say like kicking his kicking his feet, but he did, don't don't have feet. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's a skink. He's a what? Skink. Oh, like those weird lizards. Yeah, without feet. Oh, <laughs> that's weird. That's a weird yeah. pull. Yeah, man. Well, he's like he's essentially like a skink. Yeah, like, if he, like he's got a real skink body. <laughs> He's skink up top and skink up bottom. <laughs> um, Little okay. Domino's party skink. 
but um you know so you've placed them like uh, again we, we've been going about this grim errand of you know <laughs> going out these lords remain uh um intransigent as uh as they as they sit out there like i'm not going to go back i'm not going to sit on the on there so well god damn it i'm going to put your ashes there and something is going to burn there has to be somebody uh something for me to inherit right and so there's there's dialogue here that will cut in from the firekeeper. The five lords sit their five thrones. All thanks to thee, most worthy of lords. Ashen one, with the lords as thy witness, bend thy knee afore the bonfire's coiled sword, and let the lords' embers acknowledge thee as their true heir, a true lord fit to link the fire and then this begins a, a, a pretty cool cutscene actually of the ashes igniting uh, anew and then you know Lilith you know sitting there little burning skink I guess um, on fire as well my Metal Gear Solid rank <laughs> <laughs> little burning skink um, um, uh, burning in like this fuels a, uh, a small little ember in the firekeeper's hand um, that she, you know, kind of anoints you with. Let him grant death to the old gods of Lordran, deliverers of the first flame. Yes, and and somehow this allows you to. So this is all. It's kind of interesting where this is at in the the cosmology, because in the uh, previous games, the kind of gatekeeping was all just to essentially literally open a gate. Right. Right. Like you needed something to to open Firelink. But once you were there, you could go fight Gwen and, and get to the flame. It was just a, a question of getting to the thing mm-hmm. um, in Dark Souls 2. Again, it was a question of getting to the actual throne. Right. Getting, um, getting, you know, getting the ring that would open up the, uh, you know, the door to the throne of want. Um, and, De- and Demon Souls busting open the bottom of the Nexus. Yes. Yeah. Which was, which was, I mean, that, that was actually closer than this yes. a little bit, just in that, like you were busting open the bottom of the Nexus, but there was like an element of ritual. Like it felt like a magical thing, mm-hmm. you know, like you were, you were killing the Lords to weaken this, this barrier. Um, here there is, this is like this huge, huge ritual in the intervening centuries that has been kind of made where you have to have this kind of power or borrow this power to get to the actual, to fire link. Right. Um, so that's, that's kind of interesting how much of that is, you know, is real, Mm -hmm. I guess, uh, or whether that is part of this. One of the things that dark souls three tries to do is like show that these, these rituals have kind of evolved and gotten very complicated, you know, so, so much so that there are these cultures around it. (laughs) <laughs> there are these cultures, uh, you know, there's a hierarchy again, you know, you can just kind of take Lords of Cinder as, you know, just a, just a proper noun and not think of it. But like, yeah, like these are, these are the people who link the fire and, you know, they basically after this, they're going to be six that need, you know, they need to do this again, building into this theme that it's not a cycle. It's a spiral, right? Yeah. Well, more, more than six because we don't, um, well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Like, like who knows, like nine, infant, <laughs> you know, nine yeah. infant versions of them. I was just like, thinking about uh, adding your PC onto the, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're making things worse, <laughs> uh, which we'll, we'll get to when we get to the the endings. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you've uh, you've done this, um, 
know, uh, Litter Grant uh, to the old gods of Lordran, delivers of the first flame. Um, you can now use the uh, the bonfire to teleport to uh, Firelink. Yeah, but like the flameless, crazy trailer for Doctor Strange version of Firelink. Yeah, I really dig this. This is, uh, this is awesome. Yeah, like yeah. This, this is. I don't know, like like when they say that time and space are converging. You know, like obviously we we see that out in the world, these different kingdoms kind of neighboring each other now when they when when they didn't. This is like the dream logic apotheosis of that very idea. Like in 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 all these places, quests to move further, they have like piled up um, and folded over the world just to kind of like form this kind of surround for the, uh, you know, not just Firelink, but, you know, the kiln, you know, this the, the, the source of the flame. Previous to this, that kind of uh, the lands are converging felt a little bit like a Band-Aid, right? Like yeah. the idea was, oh, the lands are converging. So that kind of explains, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, some kind of like uh, weird proximities, mm-hmm. you know, in these these areas we've already talked with. Yeah. Um, the uh, but now this is it being real and literal. Yeah. Um, and, and it also gives a little bit new uh, meaning to the, the, the strange, almost nonsensical catchphrase in this. You know, so it is the ash seeketh ember. Well, if you consider that the entire world is, you know, basically recently guttered out and is more ash than not, as we saw even in that opening you know, of the pilgrims walking across the blasted ashen landscape. You know, the entire world is ash and they're seeking the ember here again, the guttering flame in the center, you know, that, mm. you know, it's not just these, you know, these cinders coming in and saying, Hey, look at me or unkindled rather, but, uh, but the actual world itself, again, it is taking the symbolic thing and making it literal in a, in a nice and surreal way. Like one, one thing about that is, that I think about is that, uh, like if you think about the relationship between ash and ember, Ember is a previous state of ash, you know, so this idea of kind of contracting like an ember will kind of burn and spread out, uh, you know, and you can kind of think of it kind of sucking up or or consolidating mm-hmm. as part of that, you know, and this is a really cool metaphor for ash seeking ember, ash kind of trying to become an ember, trying to, uh, you know, uh, gravitating towards a middle point yeah. right here because, you know, we, we show up in a darkened version of Firelink. Uh, not, no, not the other one. Um, like, <laughs> and there, and there might be a third, there's some, there's a weird teleport that happens like right away. Yeah. 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 So, so as you, uh, you, you head out and we, uh, we get into, uh, so we head out the eclipses here in the sky, um, but yeah. it's bleeding, you know, bleeding light. Yeah. That light or flame or something like that. And the way that they frame that up when you're walking out the, uh, out the entryway, um, is staggering, actually. Yeah. Like I, I didn't think they were going to be able to surprise me again with another, <laughs> with another awesome skybox or with another eclipse like that. But you know, here we have not just this symbol of the dark sign, but this dark sign that is kind of like losing even more of its light, that is bleeding, spreading it out. Like it just looks so fucking malignant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool looking. Like this whole section looks great. Yeah. Um. So when you use the bonfire here, um, we get a loading screen, and you wake up on the kiln path. And this is where, uh, you know, specifically the the Doctor Strange trailer yeah. go, you know, is what I was referring to, or that idea of the ash is kind of contracting. Mm-hmm. Um, because this kiln path, uh, you step outside and you see um, what looks like, you know, an Orlando, mm-hmm. you know, like E, like, uh, but 
folded in on itself. Yeah. Um, parts mm. of it are sideways. Parts of it are collapsing. Parts of it are, you know, tight. Like space is literally kind of crumbling around it. Yeah. Like uh, like towers are you know perpendicular and pointing toward you. You know, they are yes. they are uh, parallel to the ground as they are kind of like curling up um, toward this. Uh, it is it is really good and it it's up there. Um, you know, I, I, I like, uh, I like the original Kindle of the first lane for like color and atmosphere, but like architecturally it's, you know, uh, take, take, there's nothing there. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, but, um, think about the beach at the end of demon souls. That's another final area that we kind of praised for its aesthetic and, you know, kind of beauty again, you know, like that, that, that is a different kind of end of the world that we're seeing in that too. I think this is up there with that aesthetically. Both of them work for me, uh, very, very well. This this is um, yeah. what we go to isn't for me, right? But yeah. this very part, this feels like it's this is writing a check that the game doesn't cash a little bit. Yeah, like I saw this and I was like, oh shit! Like, am I going there? <laughs> you know, and I and like literal, like my jaw dropped. Yeah, like I was like, am I going to explore like this version of this familiar place that is literally turned on its set on its side and and yeah, crumbled yeah. together? And I was just like, that is the coolest fucking way to end this. <laughs> I am so excited about that. Like yeah. as a, as a thing, I was so into it. But no, you're, uh, you're gonna have to walk the other direction. I didn't even think about going into it. I don't know why what? that did that idea didn't occur to me. I was walking, you know, I knew you go the other direction, but I thought it would loop around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and and uh, I mean, obviously I was, I'm, I'm not an idiot. Like I was quickly divested <laughs> of this when I looked over to the right and saw yeah. that there wasn't a path. But uh, that was my first thought. Was like, oh, it's like it's literally this is going to be the end, and it felt like a cool way to end it on a meaningful place, but literally kind of twisted and, and yeah, yeah. You know, I I thought it was very cool. Yeah. Um, and, and instead, it would have been an architectural callback, which is something we're kind of down with, like in a very cool way. Yeah. You know, like here's this architecture, even if it just used the literal geography of it, but it made it on its side. Mm -hmm. Like imagine traversing one of those spiral staircases yeah. where you like, you know, walk up the little stairs and you have to jump down on the next set of stairs and keep doing <laughs> that in kind of a corkscrew. Yeah. You're playing to make uh, it across. You, you ever, you ever play the floors, the ceiling? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, instead though, you go up this kind of bland, ashy path to the right. No. Um, you know, and uh, it, it, I don't want to undersell this because it's very neat. You just don't do anything with it. Right. And you're, um, kind of, you're, you're kind of like rising toward the eclipse. Like it's very much in view um, behind yeah. behind your ultimate goal, um, which is kind of obscured by, you know, a gigantic fog gate. Yes. Um, so, you know, this is the boss. Um, there are no NPC helpers here if you're not pursuing Lord of Hollows. Right. So if you're on good terms with Yuria, Yuria if you're pursuing Lord of Hollows, you can summon her. Mm-hmm. And can summer the Londor Pale Shade, our old buddy. Yeah. Um, for like the last boss of the game, <laughs> which is uh the Soul of Cinder. So you pass through the fog gate and you step into something that looks, you know, suspiciously, um, suspiciously is so loaded. To me, it looks a lot, a lot like the field at the end of Bloodborne. You know? It does. Yeah. yeah. Has, a, has a gigantic bonfire in the middle of it. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very wide open arena. It's rolling a little bit with, heel, with, with hills. And apparently no, no real flame has been here for a long time because there are flowers that are kind of growing out of the ash that make yeah. up the soil. Yeah, and uh, there's a dumb zombie in the middle. Uh, you, you fight the big faceless <laughs> dumb zombie. It's not a dumb zombie. It's a it's a, it's an empty suit of armor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you fight the. I mean, we'll we'll talk about this thing as a, as a we'll talk about it as a fight and a lower thing. But yeah, yeah. The uh, if if 
anyone was expecting this not to like I'm I hate this emboss like a lot um, and I'm, I'm you know so it's not it's not a redemption for me mm. uh, as far as that goes like it's a fine fight yeah like, this, I, this is this is a pretty good fight this fight works for me it works very well mechanically for me I think it is yeah. it, it it is a cool idea um, you know uh, just to to make you fight this enemy who uh, is going to rotate through a bunch of different move sets. Um, it does a little bit of what we um, kind of called a missed opportunity in Dark Souls 1 uh, that, you know, they talked about, oh, we wanted Gwyn to be a final exam for the, you know, for, for, for the player, but ultimately ended up being a, um, a, 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 a test. Do you know how to parry or not? This does that. This, you know, will ask you hey can you deal with these different movesets these different uh, these different magics that it's going to throw at you this is a swiss army man and not the kind who farts you across the ocean it's um but what they actually they stumbled on with gwen is a thousand times better oh for sure yeah. it wasn't like it's a test of how you can parry but it's also you know you don't have to mm-hmm. and he's not hard and he's sad and stuff like when yeah, there's yeah. a point to gwen yeah this this they opted in Dark Souls 3 fashion to make like a, a challenge. Like this guy is not the most challenging boss in the game, but he's mm-hmm. up there. Like I would say he's, you know, Pontiff, like, you know, somewhere around Pontiff below Nameless King. Mm-hmm. But, you know, one of the, like, so they often just go like, we need to have the ultimate challenge at the end of this thing. Mm-hmm. As opposed to trying to sell the emotional core of the game, which is what Gwyn does. Yeah. And then later in the second half of this, where it tries to borrow some of Gwyn, I feel is like literally repulsive. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So let's let's walk through these phases um, and kind of respond to them because like the first phase, it's just it's just a big dun knight fight a little bit. Yeah, uh, you know he has a fire weapon. He has um, uh, you know he, he combos a lot, and there's a little bit of the infinite stamina problem, but it's not as bad as the uh, as the nameless king. Um, yeah, he's, I, yeah, he's, yeah, I would agree. Like this is this is good, and he's also. Um, one thing I sort of note, note is that he's not parryable as well. Right. So it seems like he's going to be. That took me a few tries mm-hmm. to like figure that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can you kind of parry him, but he did, he's just kind of a you know he's a knight. It's a dual fight. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, at a certain point, um, and th- this is all of these are really just about finding, learning these different patterns, and kind of finding the the safe safe points. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why it is better than Nameless King to my mind, or better than uh, uh, Frida, is that. Um, you know, he has too much stamina. There's one, like, multi-hit combo thing I really hate during the second phase. Yeah, yeah. But for the most part, like, there are opportunities. You're learning all these different phases. But each phase has, like, two, you know, three or four moves as opposed mm-hmm. to a full move set. Yeah, it's, uh, you know? it, it definitely, it, it feels dramatic. Again, you know, I want this, I want there to be this push and pull. And when, you know, it's like, oh, now he's, now he's throwing sorceries at me. Or now he's doing this kind of stuff. Like, that moment of, you know, catching up and adapting again. And then, you know, getting, getting back on my feet. That is a really satisfying uh, kind of arc for this fight. Um, the, se- the second phase, uh, he becomes a uh, a, a mage, mm-hmm. essentially. Or the second phase, fa- uh, second kind of move set, I guess, because he's got two phases and then four move sets. Right. Um, starts th- throwing sorceries. He also has the sorcery uh, great sword attack, so he's dangerous up close. He's real, real uh, light on the trigger finger for the homing soul missiles. Oh yeah, just he soul will masses. he will spam that as much as he can. Um, yeah. yeah, to make it, you know, disincentivize you being close because mm-hmm. that's how you deal with this phase. Yeah. Um, um, another one of these is uh, Curved Sword, um, which has al- also has him throwing around more pyromancies than usual. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's he's incredibly deadly, deadly up close, especially if you uh, get caught off guard by uh, combustion on that. Like that, that, that 
for some reason wasn't telegraphed enough for me so i died to that a couple of times you will also power within yeah during this phase so this is the pyromancer phase and mm-hmm. the, the reason why it's a curved sword is because of uh quillag's fairy sword essentially yeah, yeah. um the uh, and then his final phase is the miracle build miracle and lance yeah um, where he starts hurling lightning um and uh doing lance charges yeah um, I, I love that attack where he uh, where he throws the big spear, but then it shoots up into the sky, and then the homing ones drop down on you. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like a um, a reprise of Aldrich, a, a little bit like avoiding that, but like a really cool dramatic moment. <laughs> there's yeah, there's a spell that that we can get that does something very similar to that too, yeah. which is you know kind of neat. Um, but he kind of goes through those four things. Um, I've read mixed reports. Um, some people have said the first time you run into him, he goes in that order every time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it might get broken if you bring summons. Maybe. And it gets broken if you come in later times and it becomes kind of random. Mm-hmm. But what he's doing there is, or do we want to talk about that 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 lore for, for, for this bit before we get um, to the other thing? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. the, the, there's a... So what, I mean, we can't really talk about it without talking about kind of the whole... Yeah, yeah. You know, the whole thing. It makes sense to kind of get into all of it. Yeah, well, this will this will segue into it nicely. What we're doing here is we're fighting different builds, essentially, um, that other people, you know, other players possibly would have gone through um, when they linked the fire themselves. So you're fighting what thematically is supposed to be different iterations of previous, you know, Dark Souls protagonists, um, you know, suffering their ultimate fate after having linked the fire. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, then that, that, that's it. it. It's a little bit like so. This different like switching between elements thing. The first comparison I had to it that I didn't didn't really like was that it felt like the end boss of Bioshock, oh, yeah. where he just like switches elemental modes mm-hmm. over and over. It's it's very gamey to me mm. in a way that souls tend not to be. You know, like it, no. it's very gamey and it's very. Uh, and I you know we just had Dave on, so like there is a there is a duck feed anime piece of cord going on <laughs> and i'm not trying to sable rattle you know saber rattle at it but it feels very anime to me yeah like that like i'm gonna take these different elemental forms feels like an anime boss mm-hmm. and then when he starts doing the juggle attacks like getting literally juggled in the air feels very anime to me as well oh that never like, I, like, for me i never got juggled by him is that never the, got juggled? is that the five hit combo thing he does it a lot in the second phase or he does it to me at least yeah and it, just, it never it never got me weird yeah he does he does a, a long juggle attack that if you're not kind of topped off can can one one shot you yeah um and uh it's just it's very silly to see my character like juggled up in the air like a devil may cry <laughs> game yeah in the middle of grounded souls yeah that's a know? little bit that's a little bit goofy it's um, it's extremely goofy yeah so like it's i have a very hard time taking this guy seriously yeah even in the first phase before it gets egregious to me i, I would like I, I would be I would be more in your camp on that, like finding that to be especially egregious. Not the juggling the juggling thing is really dumb. The the fact that the, uh, the, the that the different elements come with the attendant move sets that we would have found on previous NPCs, or that would have kind of complemented those the, those previous uh, you know just complemented those elements, um, and the fact that his move set you know changes um, with that, like it's a little bit more comprehensive than just oh, and now I will like, shoot you with a red. Now beam. I have. Yeah. Now I have lightning powers. Yeah, yeah. now I have a red beam yeah. instead of instead yeah. of a blue beam. Yeah, it's, it, it is a little bit more complicated than that, but that was the first thing that it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so this is an amalgamation of everyone, which means every single time that we've joked about Solera being the end boss of the game, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yep. Because in canon, word of God, Solera linked the fire. Everyone mm-hmm. who has ever linked the fire is part of this boss. Mm-hmm. Solera is at least in part the end boss of Dark Souls 3. Never in my wildest imagination would I have thought that was true. Like, we were not <laughs> trying to spoil anything. I was right. just like, 
oh, like it's gonna be Mecha Solaire. Ha ha ha. Uh, nope, it's actually a Solaire's in there. <laughs> yep, it's so. it's it's Solaire and it's an empty suit of armor. Um, so it yeah. kind of is Mecha Solaire. It's amazing. Like it's literally amazing. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Um, so the the first phase is actually pretty easy. Right. Um, and it's it's not easy like in the Gwyn way or like meaningful easy. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's not real, a, real it's not a mercy killing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I you know I I was knew there was going to be a second phase here. Um, so he kind of, uh, he goes through a second phase. He charges up for a huge AOE mm-hmm. to do this. And then uh, come becomes Gwyn, essentially. <laughs> not, like, he's not, not physically. He's not like, he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't just, like, poof, like sprout Remember a huge me? beard. That's all ass. The Dark Souls one. So, yeah, he doesn't do that. But he takes on Gwyn's moveset largely. Yes. The kick, the grab. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the 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 lightning spear, yes, yeah, uh, which he had before, but he does it. It's like slightly different now. Yeah, yeah. And it's not precisely Gwyn's moveset. Obviously, you can't parry him. But right, right. Um, and and that was my undoing when I got to this because yeah. you know, like when you see the kick, and 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 obviously when you hear the music, which kicked in, um, you know, and probably made everybody salivate from Pavlovian conditioning, uh, which is what they were counting on. Um, you know, think oh, the way to do this is going to be to parry him. Like, haha. But no, he's learned since. Then. No, yeah, he's yeah. He just you just can't because challenge over yeah. meaning. It's a you know, <laughs> it's it's the second round of punch out. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is like there's nothing like he's he's a undead kind of. When I say zombie, when I'm saying he's a dumb zombie, like mm-hmm. I don't necessarily mean he's specifically a hollow. I mean he's he's a entity without character. Oh yeah. So the the idea of him being learning is more credit than I want to give it. To yeah, me, it just yeah. felt like from I, wanted to have a hard fight instead of a, a fight where they made a point mechanically. Yeah, I was uh, I was being glib. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a it, uh, it, it's another kind of difficult duel, you know. Yeah. Like, and, and the the trick is you have to save enough Estus through the first phase. Yeah. To get through it, this is not you know the this is somewhere in the middle of multi phase boss fights for me as yeah. far as egregiousness. Like this isn't it's no free day, but it's. <laughs> I I had, know, for, the, I had forgotten that he just straight up recharges his uh, his health bar yeah. halfway through. I still would have preferred that not happen. I feel yeah. like that's demoralizing and not fun, but yeah. um, it's not. He doesn't have so much HP, and he's not so hard that it becomes like I didn't get that frustrated. Yeah, you know, fighting him. Um, you yeah. know, in general, I think it's a pretty good fight. Yeah, and like so like a lot of Dark Souls three, it's satisfying mechanically. Um, yeah, it's it's know. no German. You know, yeah. like it's no Maria. Mm-hmm. It's not like there are better versions of this, mm-hmm. but it's not bad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if the difficulty sticks in your craw, this is, you know, you're, you're going to run past a bunch of summon signs, not just sure. NPCs. Like this is a, this is a very easily summonable fight. Yeah. You, you, you can get through this. Yeah. Um, the flavor of it drives me up the fucking wall. <laughs> like I, 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 so it's, it's a little ghoulish it, that they straight up just reuse the music. Um, I, I think that's extremely ghoulish. I think that it is uh, in if the whole game, you know, people who defend the kind of callbacks in Dark Souls three are that like, oh, they're not just there to like manipulate your emotions. How we, how do you square this? You know, how do you how do you justify this very naked attempt to grab your heart uh, that happens here? Yeah. And and it's, uh, and it's not used to any to any special effect aside from saying, hey, remember all those people who linked the fire? Well, here's the first. Yeah, and it's not lent. It, it, you know, and uh, this could all be changed by the DLC. They they could lend it pathos later on. There could be more uh, to this, but the, uh, again, they paid a lot of money. Uh, you know, a, a lot of plot bucks 
a lot of pathos bucks for something that that they didn't actually they weren't able to afford right it uh the the ways in which like it's hard for me to articulate all the ways this doesn't work for me from a lore perspective like Mm -hmm. the idea of there being um an amalgamation like a an animus or whatever that is made up of everyone who linked the fire i think is fine yeah uh contrasting it with every single other end boss they've had in the series like bums me out to no end because it's not a character like you, you can make the argument like in Dark Souls One, right? Like this is trading on your memories of Gwyn. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you do, you want to bring that that shit that piss to a shit fight? Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I have memories uh, again, of Gwyn. They're not just not inviting the well. Com- <laughs> yeah, like, they're not inviting the comparison. They're demanding it. They're know? demanding a comparison to Gwyn, which is like, in many ways, uh, you spend almost the entirety of Dark Souls One learning about Gwyn. Yeah, you're walking you, through his legacy. You're seeing his rise and fall, essentially. <laughs> You know, and he he is a character. Mm. Like, he is like, oh, you know this person. And then when you actually face him, it's a meaningful, like, stomach drop moment. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, it's uh, it's meaningful that he's so to, that he's so decrepit and that, you know, nobody's The music is meaningful. Yeah. You know, the, the fact that he's, you know, he was this powerful thing and now he's the, the shade of his former self. Um, a minor, less successful version of that um, is running into Vendrick. Yep. You spend this entire time learning of his deeds. Mm-hmm. You run into him and it's like, oh, man, this is like the saddest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not saying they need to do that trick specifically. Again, uh, Real King a lot. Yep. Um, you know, slug thing in, in the pit. Mm-hmm. Um, German, it's the opposite where the entire game you think of him as, you know, as, as kind of disabled mm-hmm. uh, being in this wheelchair. And then he stands up, you know, and that's like the opposite kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel nothing about this. Yeah. Like what what can you feel about the soul of Cinder? I don't know anything about like, I just know that it's everyone. It's, <laughs> it's like everything, therefore nothing. Yeah, it's I mean, it, it, it's anonymized the forces that were once in play, right? Yes, it is. It is it's, it's taken it. And, you know, that that yeah, could be a statement. I don't know. This could be, you know, them playing on anticlimax intentionally. However, it's still an anticlimax. It, in, I, if, in, I don't in feel like it's playing. Yeah. In, I'm sorry. I, I don't feel like it's playing on anticlimax because so many people have told me that the music thing just made them think of Gwyn and that felt good. Yeah, like it worked for them because they're like, oh, the feels when Gwyn's music comes on. But yeah, it's, like, it's good music. Yeah, no, you're, I have good memories are your, are your of it. Feels that easy to get to? You got to build some walls around your feels, man. Like <laughs> yeah. harden yourself, like us. Are, Be a monster. Yeah, like <laughs> those feels are, are are undefended if it literally just takes three piano notes to get to the feels. Dun, how about you know? this? Dun dun dun. Yes. <laughs> yep, there, there you go. Yep. It's it's. Um. So like it's it's not a and we talk about because um, we do you know watch over fireballs as well, so uh, we spend a lot of time thinking about how like a final encounter you know like what that means and and how to uh, how to successfully do that, and one kind of general rule something that never works for me and I can't say that it's always bad, but is to have your character that you've built up as a villain be replaced with an anonymous force. Yeah, yeah, it's like the Final Fantasy problem. Um, Dark Souls was not like that, and now it is. Mm-hmm. You know, like now Dark Souls, you know, my favorite game series, has decided to Zeromus me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, oh, oh, you thought it was, uh, you know, you thought the villain was going to be Lothric. We learned this whole thing. Actually, it's Zeromus. Right. And Zeromus sucks. <laughs> like, Zeromus sucks so bad. Golbez is cool. Zeromus sucks. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, I just, it, it really bums me out that I can't, I don't care about this character. Like, there's nothing to killing him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like putting down a mad dog. Like, it doesn't feel like putting something out of its misery. It doesn't feel like a final test like German does. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel like much. 
to me, which is not something I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, from a Souls game. I'm, I'm going to shift into defensive mode here for a moment, but I want to I want to make sure that this is addressed. You know, we talked about how this doesn't invite the comparison; it demands it. Something that we've heard an awful lot through this kind of stressful season is that it's unfair to 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 to, to criticize Dark Souls Three so harshly in light of others, and, and you know, in light of other games in the series. Right? Look at it on on its own terms. Throughout, we've been saying like, no, like it is it is straight up pulling this back up and showing you how that like one thing is greater than the other. This mm-hmm. it's you know the, the, they don't get to have their cake and eat it and eat it and eat it too. They cannot yeah. directly lift one thing out of its context and strip away. I don't know the things that I really liked about it and, you know, expect me to kind of be into it because like, th- like they, they brought us here. This is, this is the point where we're at. And so yeah. like it, it the, the comparison has to be made. It has yeah. to, because that is text. It is there in the actual thing. If it, if it wasn't, even if I'm not comparing it to dark souls one, I don't like it when games do this. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to fight a, a character at the end of a, of a game. Mm-hmm. And somebody, you know, somebody is typing this or somebody has already said it to me um, at this point where it's like, oh, it is it is very much like an Eastern idea. Uh, this idea of like there being like a force, you know, and that happens like you run mm-hmm. into that with like Princess Mononoke and you run into that with yeah, Final yeah. Fantasies. Um, it doesn't work for me. No. As a thing. And even like Final Fantasy, one of my favorite series, like those the one through nine are some of my favorite games that have ever been like, yeah, not all of them. But, you know, I, I love that series. Yeah. Um, that part of it has never worked for me. Mm-hmm. And there is always enough outside of that to to make it to make the the whole experience good yeah that's true of this too mm-hmm. but this you know i care more cared more about gwen than i did about golbez mm-hmm. so this was even that comparison even you know like to me uh like the same way when we did the secret episode like sigmire is holy to me you know mm-hmm. without to, to, to kind of and gwen is kind of holy you know mm-hmm. that's i think it's one of my favorite all-time boss fights like yeah. ever like you mm-hmm. know it is so and and so there are people who are into this like I, i've read people online who are just like oh man gwyn sucks because it's like it's so easy they probably fucking love this mm-hmm. you know it's like oh they fixed it yeah you know and it's like no no it was intentionally broken because the character was broken because that's the point yeah you know and i just don't know what the point is about this guy yeah you know it yeah. plays a little bit into one of the endings which we're, we're gonna get to in a mm-hmm. second but like God, do I hate the the soul yeah. of Cinder? Yeah. Like, I, I I also don't have a lot of patience for the it, it's an idea from a different culture kind of thing. Obviously, I respect different cultures, all of that. This is a series that hasn't done that. Like you said, they 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 have decided to do it now. Um, and man, I forget what I was even going to say about that. Fuck, I'm going to take. That well, I mean, that, that's a good point on its own. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> it is like the precedent has not been set. The precedent to... hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't been set. And it, it it just doesn't feel like it adds anything. It feels like it's retreating to something that is that, that that is not as universally effective. Yeah, or or just at least you know if if that's too much, it's something that's not as effective for me. Yeah, you know, like even if it's not universally effective, like this just does like is a direction to take it that does not. It feels really it feels weaker to to, yeah. to to me. You know, at the very least, less unique. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, this is this is less of its own kind of like Gwyn is kind of a brave choice. Like real King Alon is Alon is kind of a brave choice. Mm-hmm. Um, this does not feel brave. Yeah, to me. Um, so that sucks. Uh, so this is definitely like we said, it's the amalgamation. Um, this is confirmed when you get his his stuff. Yes. Um, his soul specifically named checks Gwyn. Uh, you know, one of the many exalted lords um, who, uh, you know, 
<sighs> Lynch the first flame and manifest to defend it. Uh, again, I don't yes. know why they're defending it, but okay. <laughs> like, yeah, Gw- Gwyn, that- Gwyn defended it because he didn't want you to put it out. But yeah, th- this is like, why wouldn't this person? Well, Gwyn defended it because he had, he had also gone hollow. Yeah, yeah. So like that was the idea with Gwyn is like, you know, you were maybe he didn't know what you're going to do. So you're a wild card mm-hmm. uh, here. It's going like if the idea is the rest of Dark Souls 3 is trying to sell us that we're so far along that it's like it's really code red. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's going um, if this was an agent, it would want to encourage you to rekindle it. Mm-hmm. If it was an agent that had Gwyn's motivations. Yeah, it's also just a hollow. But I don't care that this is a hollow because it was never anything else. Yeah. It's meaningful that Gwyn is a hollow. It's unmeaningful that the soul of Cinder is a hollow. Yeah. Um, there's a real quick to like, I'm sorry to, to cut you off. No, um, so. I'll just I'll, I'll kick myself if I don't bring up this point. <laughs> um, there's a part of this where it's like the M boss is all of the players that we've already fought. That reminded me a little bit of MGS five. This weird uh, like I played those games around the same time where there was an urge to acknowledge the players in those in both of these these series hmm. near their ends yeah uh, you know and just like it's it's a little time people of the year we have a mirror on the cover yes exactly exactly and and that's something that and i will admit that this is not an objectively bad thing it's just something i don't like mm-hmm. um i never need a game to tell me i'm good um <laughs> i never want that to happen ever ever in a thousand years yeah so the uh just to have this these weird series that as they get kind of near the end they get a little sentimental mm-hmm it feels like you know and just like oh like it was the players who did it thanks yeah. thanks players um please don't do that to your art that is yep. a compromise to your art to me and like i don't i don't like it yeah um, put, put it in the special thanks on the credits yes <laughs> and you, know, it, you and and it didn't you know i i didn't like it in mgs5 i don't like it here um it's it's just it's an urge that i i think is uh kind of misguided yeah um Again, we so we get the rest of his kind of equipment and stuff, and it don't don't learn that much other than we already just kind of said, right? You know, his his soul can be turned into the sunlight spear, um, which again is one of the things that we see Gwyn firing off in that very first uh, uh, cinematic so long ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we, um, we get the sword, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Firelink <laughs> sword is cool, um, and you can get his his clothing. Um, which just talks about it being a, a burnt up armor thing, essentially. Yeah. You know, being misshapen by, by the, the, the fire. Yeah. Uh, but he's no longer, it's no longer, uh, it's nothing more than an empty husk. So, um, at the end, after you beat him, um, he falls to his knees and we have the, uh, the fire here. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in the series, there are four endings. Yeah. <laughs> One a, of which is just a, a sub ending, ending of the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Um, and uh, let's let's go through these uh, kind of in order and kind of chat about what they possibly mean. Yes. Um, real um, quick, as you have in the notes here, you don't have to do the ending. Mm-hmm. But you can do one of these endings. It doesn't shunt you into New Game Plus right away. Right. Which is uh, which is good. You know, you can still go around, um, pick up Lulu's ring, the, the the skull ring, talking about him de- defeating something called the Soul Feeder. Which I want to fight the Soul Feeder. Um, that the Abyss Dragon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so first one here. To link the flame, this is kind of pretty much the same from Dark Souls 1, except there's less agony associated. You kill the Lord of Cinder and then, you know, walk up and light the uh, the fire at the center, and then you just kind of catch fire and sit at the fire to burn until the next one comes. Until yeah. the next cycle and begins. And the, the, the one interest, like, the meaningful part of this is that like, the you know, it's a, it's a spiral rather than a cycle. Um, when you do this in Dark Souls 1, like, flame fills the kiln. Right. Here, it's a very small fire in a very big sky. It's a, it's a know, small like fire it, that, like, dances up your sleeve. 
Yeah, it's it's you know you're you're a little less. They're diminishing returns, and not only um, the one thing that the boss, the Soul of Cinder, kind of uh, you know that amalgamation element of him. The one cool thing that it feeds into is that uh, once you fought him, if you understand that, you decide to link the fire. You now know that whoever does it next, it will be harder because you're going to be there too. Mm-hmm. So it's not only is it it's taking more kind of fuel to to defeat the fire every time, but we're getting less out of it every single time. Yeah. It is inevitably going towards darkness, uh, which has been, you know, my, you know, more or less what I want out of these endings anyway. <laughs> um, the frustrating thing. So this in a weird way out of these four endings is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, just because it's kind of subtle and it just, you know, inevitable. Yeah. Like we've seen it too before. It's a little bit unsatisfying, but it actually does say something about the cosmology. Yeah in a way that I appreciate, but it's undermined by the next one. Yeah. So <laughs> it gives, it gives just a little bit more light, uh, to, or, or reinforces that theme, you know, like yeah. that, that, that we, that we've been talking about for kind of the entire series. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but again, it's invalidated by the next one, <laughs> um, which is, this is one of my single most frustrating pieces of writing to me in, in the, the whole game yeah. is what happens at the end of this. So, uh, to end the fire, you have to get the eyes of the fire keeper. Right. Um, from Dark Fire Link and not the no, no, not that Dark Fire Link. <laughs> the, uh, the Antenna Graves. Yeah. Uh, Dark, Dark uh, Fire Link A, not not Dark Fire Link 1. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is the this is the 1A. This one only comes through on Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> um, so, but you give that to her and it kind of shows her visions of betrayal, right? Possibly linking back to uh, to Ludlith, um, you know, uh, and showing a little bit about his story, just the idea that something terrible is going to happen to the person who can kind of seize this looking into the darkness beyond the flame. Yes. Uh, so her summon sign appears. Um, you can summon her and, uh, she kind of takes the fire, um, puts it in her hands and it kind of fades in her hands. Yep. Snuffs it out. Uh, and then there's dialogue here that I fucking hate. The first flame quickly fades. Darkness will shortly settle. But one day, tiny flames will dance across the darkness. Like embers linked by Lord's past. The reason why I hate this, so it, the idea is it's like, oh, here's the actual Age of Dark. A lot of mm-hmm. people have been saying uh, there hasn't been an Age of Dark prior to this. Um, and that's why the stakes matter. Mm-hmm. Um, this to me says that there very well could have been because the age of dark is just part of the cycle. Right. She, so she sees the embers out there, like the others who have linked the fire, you know, like we're going to get down to the darkness. They do something cool here visually where they just kind of like crank back the gamma a bit. And like, mm-hmm. there's still stuff on the screen. Like we still see the, you know, like the sun up there in the sky. Um, and, you know, she sees this out there, but like, oh, the embers are still out there, even in this quite near darkness. And so when, when we were talking about like in dark souls, Two, you know, the idea that maybe it existing so close to going out is its natural state. Well, this just takes it even further, closer to that. It's like an asymptotic approach to zero. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it's the the idea that like, so it goes, you know, it goes kind of dark, uh, but then one day, you know, <laughs> like one day the tiny flames will dance across the darkness. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, we're going to get more fire. Yep. You know, so the, the choice to embrace an age of dark in this respect mm-hmm. uh, is meaningless because ultimately this whole thing will start again. Yeah. Um, know, so which means, and since that was inevitable in the first ending, mm-hmm. these endings are functionally the same. It's just whether you, you know, do the mercy killing or yeah. not. 
there, there, there's a read on this that I kind of took. I don't know if I believe it fully, but just the idea that it wasn't the fire itself that was, you know, kind of going out that was causing all of these problems. It was that the fire had been so artificially extended for so, so long that it becomes stagnant and weird and malignant. And what we needed was a fresh start. And this is one that is going to bring it back. That is like that. That is there's no text for that. That is just what I what I read into, you know, the idea of reaching this darkness so it can come back again. Well, I mean, I think that's that's the idea. But real so, I mean, we just did um, like Bastion for mm-hmm. Watch Out for Fireballs. Like once the light comes back, do you think that the next people who are in the age of fire are going to let it go peacefully? Of course not, because no, that means no. death and, and yeah. you know, like it's it's <laughs> not, going to end up yeah. here again. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying like like that like that that is this, too, is part of the cycle is not the end of it, you know, yes. which is which is what we're, we're both saying. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, is, it is. I guess when I, it's a spiral that goes down to the center and then this tells us like actually it will come back to the to full strength mm-hmm. um, and then go down to the center eventually and then go back to full strength. We've been there before. Um the weirdest ending, the one that I don't understand is the third one you have listed here. Right. Um, this is like, this is a super Easter egg-y kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah um, I would never not have thought to do this. Yeah. Um, so in the middle of this previous ending, there is a small opportunity as the firekeeper is kneeling down uh, to attack her. This might be the betrayal that she can that see. She, that she saw. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you know, you, it's, it's pretty brutal. You like, you step on her head and then you, you snuff out the flame in her hands and there's a, a voice over here, which I'll cut in. Cause why not? It's the last episode of the season. Nameless, accursed, undead, unfit even to be cinder. And so it is that ash seeketh embers. You um you step on her head, which is specifically a maiden in black, Demon yes. Souls reference. Um, and the uh, you take the flame; it doesn't totally go out at this point. You kind of hold it and you offer it to the sky. Right. Uh, I have no idea what that means. You offer it to the eclipse. You um, offer it to the eclipse. Like, is that also is this the way that it puts it out without it being able to come back? But yeah. because she you know, doesn't get to say the thing. Yeah. Well, it like the, the idea is like, okay, you might be able to put it out. Um, she is a keeper of the fire and maybe she's the only one who can do it in the way that causes true renewal. This mm-hmm. is the one that like fucks it up and puts it off its axis. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, but it, it literally ends with him. And then it plays the, um, the, the reason that I'm not sure about that is it plays the voiceover from the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, so that this whole thing, this nameless, accursed, undead, unfit, even to be cinder, that's from the intro. Oh yeah. So there's this idea of it being, uh, you know, and it's not just like the same dialogue, it's the the same file. Mm. So the idea is that to me is that this is another loop. Mm. Like if it's starting with that same, the same way the game began. Yeah. Um, but I don't know why like offering it up to the, the sky thing would be what that there's no, like it it feels like not that it needs, but for this to be truly satisfying, I would need to know a little bit more mm-hmm. for this one. Um, and then the the fourth one, which uh, like a lot of people, this is the hardest one to get. A lot of people consider it to kind of be the true ending. Yeah. Well, it's the one uh, that the, most lines up with what the next DLC is likely to be. But the first DLC really makes me think it's that pigment of man thing. <laughs> like, I, I love that. I wish that was true, but yeah, I, yeah. I feel like they, 
I don't have faith. Um, <laughs> so this is the, uh, the usurpation of the fire. Yes. Um, so you have to go through uh, Yuria's quest line, uh, kill Henri, um, marry, you know, perform the marriage to his yeah. or her body. Fuck, marry, kill. Yep. <laughs> Henri, Yuria, oh, no. soul ascender. <laughs> Seven, marry, three. Seven, marry, three, Yuria. <laughs> Bone thugs in harmony. <laughs> Cinder. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh you 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 go about this. Cool. Yeah. Homeward bone thugs in harmony. Oh Is like uh, <laughs> like not a shirt, you know, terrible shirt for you, asshole, at the very least though. <laughs> I miss my uncle Sigma. <laughs> I miss my uncle Sig, yo. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. um but, but um so uh, you know when you Go to link the fire. Um, instead, you collapse. There is something that is fundamentally changed in you that you cannot uh, link it again. And when you wake up, it is a little bit like the uh, you know the similar well, ending, the Dark Lord ending. Go ahead. More than just collapsing, you you uh, you absorb the fire. Oh like shit! You take yeah. it and it kind of goes out into your chest. Mm. So this is the idea: is like it's literally usurping the fire. Yeah, I didn't. So, like, you, so you take it into yourself. You are the new kiln. Yes, yeah, kind of like you, you are, you're grabbing the power of the flame. Yeah, uh, and then when you wake up and you see everyone kneeling towards you, it's not a little bit like it's a, oh, it's, it's exactly. a lot like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 visually quoting to the degree that it cannot be an accident. Right. Uh, the Dark Lord ending from Dark Souls One. Yes, these um, you know, except this time instead of just being the uh, primordial serpents who rise up to uh, to nod to you, um, it is their serpents. It is these pit- pitiable undead. Um, and these two like witch people is one of them the the the, the firekeeper. I'm very very no. unclear about who those two the the two female figures are. It's Yuria and the sister who isn't Frida. Ah shit. Okay. Is likely so it's it's the ladies with Londor. Henri will be here as well, hmm. um, which is kind of interesting. Like that's a little Easter egg that if you you did this this whole thing, um, yeah. she can appear in the the kind of back yeah background. So she didn't die. Yeah. Um, I just missed those details. Shit. <laughs> but, yeah, it's okay. Like the, uh, it's it's easy to miss. Like I didn't catch it the first time. Yeah. Um, so they say, "Oh gracious Lord, make Londor whole." So, at this point, um, this would this would be really cool if I knew what Londor's designs were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's we know that it's run by Kath, um, and that's about. And Kath wants to create the age of age of dark, and is associated with the abyss. Um, what that means though, at the end of this, like it doesn't, so it's like, oh, you're the Lord of, of Londor dark souls. It doesn't feel like the kind of, it would fit into the cosmology to where it's literally like, oh, you're a King and you get to rule this kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not, it's not a, uh, I mean, I can't, it's not like a, I can't even think of the, the game series where like, you know, oh, you win, you get to be the King. That'd be fable. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not fable. You know, like that feels very weird. Like being the Lord of Londor cannot mean mm-hmm. literally being the king of a the kingdom but of think Londor. About, think about what Frida and uh, and her knights say to you. Like you have subjects to rule. Yeah, which is which is very weird. Like it is. I feel like that still can't mean literally that. Because mm. what a weird reward that would be for like, a Souls game. Good, like, good things don't happen in good things don't happen to kings. Um, in this yeah. series. Well, I'm not saying it's it's a weird because you'd ultimately die. I'm saying that like. There have been no, like, there's been no active kind of kings, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think that, like, long ago, I might have mentioned this on the show, or if not, I was talking about it on, on Slack. But, like, a weird dream ending for me for this series would have been, like, if what if whatever you do that, like, breaks the cycle mm-hmm. or whatever, and you start the Age of Man, would have been uh, for, you know, to fade out and fade in on a populated area. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, you don't have to do anything with it. It's just, like, here's a city teeming with people. 
Mm-hmm. And it's like that would feel like you broke the cycle because that's not a thing that we ever see. Everything is after the fact. Yeah. Um, and maybe this is them fainting towards like what actual Londor would be. It's hard for me to think that's a straight up like, oh, here's your your plot of land you get to own now <laughs> yeah. in the the kingdom ruled by the serpent calf. Yeah, that, that, uh, that, that is populated by people who are so afraid of the abyss that they walk away from it with rocks on their back so yeah. that they can't become beds for it. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't. uh it just doesn't have enough context for it to be, you know, to, to be fully satisfying for me out of the endings. It's not the one like, you know, it's not the one I hate the most or anything, mm-hmm. but it is, I wanted more of that. And that's what we all thought the DLC would do. Yeah. Like it would be like, Oh, we're going to go to Londor and possibly uh, still could, you know, possibly but, still could. Yeah. Um, but those are the four endings. Um, the, my issue with them is that they're not, it's not so much that they're inconclusive, but is that they're similar to things we've already done. Mm-hmm. Like even that usurpation one is so clearly quoting the age of dark age of man one from before that all of this stuff feels like things we've seen. Like in that one, you don't absorb the fire into yourself, Mm -hmm. but presumably going to rule the people of Londor means like a a very similar to an age of man, Mm -hmm. you know, like the fire is not, it's, it's not strictly out. It's inside you, but that it's not, it's not, you know, out and about either. It's not the age of fire has ended in either case. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I feel like these are all very similar to each other. They all end at very, very similar points, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I'm fine with ambiguity. Um, I like ambiguity where there's enough to extrapolate from. Yeah. Yeah. And ambiguity I hadn't seen before. Yeah. And like the, a common, uh, kind of, you know, counter to that argument, um, is that like, oh, the endings to the, the series have always been a little bit ambiguous. And like, one, uh, when they are, it's the first time they did it, you know, mm-hmm. so Dark Souls one, I'm completely satisfied by the endings of Dark Souls one. Yeah. You know, um, they're kind of ambiguous, but it makes it makes the a complete story like it's it's a whole ending. Yeah. And remember what a hollow thud the Dark Souls two ending pre patch yes. was. Yeah. 100 percent. Like that's the other ending in the series. I think is bad. Yeah. You know, like I like the Bloodborne endings, like the Demon Souls endings. The Dark Souls two ending prior to Scholar was also bad. Yeah. Um. And even though even that one at least was like a statement on like the futility of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that one was like, it doesn't actually matter whether you link or unlink the fire uh, because it's all going to happen again. Yeah. Like that ending still had a stronger sense of adding to the cos- cosmology. Like it was unsatisfying, but narratively made more sense than this does Yeah. to me. Um, so it was, it was bad, but it wasn't, it, like there's a way to express that idea. It was like that felt like an intentional anticlimax to me. Yeah. Um, these I just I I find kind of shitty. Like it is just uh like which which one did you uh, what'd you get first? Did you have you done this more than once? Did you get what'd um, you get? I got the two uh, to end the fire. Okay. That was my first one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, where you summon the, the fire keeper? Yep. Yeah. I just uh, I just rekindled the first time because I you know I knew I'd do it again mm-hmm. and uh just wanted to see if anything different would happen. Um, which it kind of does, you know, which I, which I kind of appreciate. But yeah. the the endings of, of this are not not my fave thing. Nope. And then and then that's that's Dark Souls two. Credits Dark Souls three. Yeah, credits roll. Um, pretty credit song. And uh, there's nothing new in, dark, in New Game Plus except for some new rings right. uh, in some places. Yep. But it's not, they don't do any kind of remixing or anything. Right. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's Dark Souls three, and that's the season for now. Yeah, as of, as of now, we'll come back with the, the DLC. Um, we will come back with some some specials and stuff like that that are Souls related. Um, you know, do the Bloodborne card game. Probably do that Dark Souls board game when that comes out. Do that terrible fucking comic. Um, you know, <laughs> like there, there's there's gonna, there's more Dark Souls content coming on the channel. Um, before we kind of talk in detail about this off season though, which I'm mm-hmm. sure people want to know about. Um, it's like it feels kind of superfluous to do like a roundup of the game. Uh, well, since uh, yeah, we've been doing it. Yeah, you know, and we know we uh, a lot a lot of it is stuff we've kind of reiterated over and over. Like yeah. there is the, the, there aren't an awful lot of disparate parts to yes. kind of go after. Um, and it's so weird. It just it, I never would have expected it to go this way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and when I was when I was thinking about this, you know, remember the the the, the anticipation, you know, the uh, of the launch. You know, I was a little bit doom and gloom about kind of just the way this would be received, right? I said, oh, we're we're probably gearing up for like a Mass Effect 3 level like community revolt against against a against a conclusion, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't expect to be on the side um of people who were just kind of like bummed about this. And, you know, I, I can understand like I, I take a little bit of exception when people say we whine. Um but we have to hit this and over and over again it kind of it did the things that bothered us in 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 a really you know just kind of unrepentant way almost and it's a little bit of the hazard of the format right dark souls 1 was a game that was so good that we had to make a show about it yeah right and you know we signed ourselves we signed ourselves up you know at the very least for dark souls 1 and then we tried demon souls and that was good we were anticipating Dark Souls 2, and, you know, that ended up working out just okay. And Bloodborne, God, when I was doing that migration to the new website and, like, reentering all the Bloodborne info, Bloodborne is so good. Yeah. But, like, we didn't sign ourselves up. You know, I, I never really put myself in a state of mind where this kind of underwhelming, kind of, like, non-memorable thing would, would happen, and it would take up an entire year, you know? Yeah. And so... I, I don't know. I'm as bummed as I'm as bummed as everybody, and I'll just repeat the repeat the same things, kind of that we've been saying, which is we don't gain anything really by 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 being negative about this. This isn't a gimmick. This isn't something that we're doing for attention. In fact, that that that, that hurts us. And and I want to like this real real bad. And there are things I like about this game mechanically that it, it's just it's just not redeemed. And you know, from the very start, I've been clear about what I what I am here at this series for. And this did not give me, um, enough of uh, enough of that. And, you know, that is, that's a real shame. Um, you know, in, yeah. in, in hindsight, I want to be kinder, but I just, I just, I just kind of can't, you know, there, yeah. there, there, there are plenty of nice things to say. We said them, but it's, it's overwhelmed by the other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, but, when people have accused us of whining, if we were not being kind to the game when we found it good, mm-hmm. that would be a thing. Like, or if this was a, a ploy, we would just toe that line, you know, and just shit on it constantly. But every episode we've done on the show, even for something as shitty as the Demon Ruins, <laughs> like has has contained positivity. Yeah. You know, and it, it it speaks to like every episode of the show, every area is mixed, and that adds up to me for the game being mixed. You know, and something mm-hmm. that like is a a critical philosophy or whatever, something I've always said, uh, when, and it comes up and watch out fireballs more is that like good doesn't erase bad. Like it just good and bad exist next to each other. So like, 
a game that is on the whole very, very good that has a shitty part, that shitty part is still worth considering and is still part of it, yep. you know? Um, so, like, on on the whole, am I am I glad this exists? Yes. Mm-hmm. Have I had fun with it? Yes. Yep. Has I, have I had fun with this season? Yes. You know, this is, I'm glad that I played this. This is, you know, it's probably in, like, my, it's in my, like, top 10, top eight games for the year. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I liked this game This has been a really good year for games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is, like, in another year, this would be up there, you know? Um, it's just, you know, a game, like, if something was going to be my least favorite Dark Souls game or Soulsborne game, I wanted that floor to be, like, Dark Souls 2, yeah. which is, like, something that, you know, I defend a lot. I really like Dark Souls 2. I wanted that to be the floor. Yeah. You know, but then we got to the floor and like the soul cinder got out a shovel (laughs) and started digging, you know, and it was like, how can we make this? And the other thing that I think worth noting too, is like mechanically the game is very solid. The poise thing and the lack of build variety does bother me. Um, But it's very solid. There are people who don't give a shit about anything that we care about in this game. Yeah. You know, there are people, I think that the, the reaction, the fan reaction has been pretty mixed to this. It's not just us. So Mm -hmm. when I, I go online and look at things like people, you know, are a little, little skeptical, but there are people who literally just like, there are people who only play for PVP, uh, you know, and they, uh, to them, like Bloodborne is, is not a great game because it's like the PVP is kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. No one does it, you know? So there are people who it's literally just how the game feels in their hands. Yeah. Uh, and for them, these incoherencies are not going to bother them. Yeah. Uh, but that's not, if Dark Souls one had come out, if this had been the first game in the series, Yo, who knows whether bonfire side chat would have happened mm-hmm. you know like if we didn't have that kind of that coherent tantalizing archa- you know archaeology like approach that we can take to this would that have justified the show mm-hmm. you know like probably but it, it's 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 a question and i would not have thought that would have been a question every game so far has honored that premise yeah. and the, the premise of bonfire side chat as like a, as a entity, you know, as yeah. a, as a, a, or as an approach, a pursuit, right? Yeah. As an approach, as a pursuit worthy of, of pursuit. Um, this is the first one where I'm like, man, you know, so many things that I want to like, that should be tantalizing are not, um, you know, and then it's, it is a bummer, um, while simultaneously still being like a, a really good game and totally worth anyone's time, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is a it was a fun game. I had fun with it. I'm just as opposed to being the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, I'm going to dedicate years of my life to it, mm-hmm. which is what Dark Souls was. Uh, it's more like, oh, I don't really need to play that again. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's it's become like a regular video game. Yeah, it's like the first entry in the series that is like a regular game. Yeah. You know, um, which is which is depressing. And if it depresses you listening to this, it depresses me more. So mm-hmm. take some pleasure in that, I guess, <laughs> if, uh, you know. It is, uh, it is, it is more, more hollowing for me mm-hmm. than, it, than it is. Uh, and there's, there's probably smarter people than me could probably write, you know, a pretty comprehensive essay about how kind of the, the culture and the, the series as a whole has changed with this, yeah, you know, yeah. because there's a lot of little comorbidities with this entry in the series where mm-hmm. like, um, uh, like the market, you know, it getting, it's kind of a victim of its own bigness, you know, the marketing being a fucking nightmare joke. Yeah, now yeah. with its chicken wing shirts and, and and its slashy souls remember slashy souls oh man slashy sh- yeah slashy sh- souls um you know chicken wing shirts chicken wing challenges um, <laughs> and then you look at the the fandom and the, the weird cottage industry and all the like super stretchy lore videos and stuff like this has had reverberations it's not just affecting bonfire side chat right you know um and this is uh it, it what it made me think of is like how 
how different would the season be or how different would the show be if Dark Souls set out and there are five series, set five games in the Soulsborne series, but there were no sequels. So it was like Dark Souls, you know, Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Giant Souls or Dragon Souls, mm-hmm. you know, Bloodborne and then uh, Cinder Souls or whatever. And they were all there weren't connections really between them other than like a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, like a, like a thematic thing. Yeah, like thematic thing or some specifics like, oh, mm-hmm. it's always, you know, it's always humanity because mm-hmm. that's these worlds. But there was no try- kind of direct plot. Yeah. So there would never be any kind of like we would never have to try to square the circle and see how one thing impacts another. Yeah. No, I mean, anything. like on that its would, face, that sounds like heaven, you know, <laughs> that would be really fantastic, you know, and there's a reason why people were so into Bloodborne is because it doesn't have that. They were disappointed in Dark Souls 2, which like as much as I'm a Dark Souls 2 defender, I'll admit a lot of the problems in comparison exist there too yes you know like uh it's just it didn't invite the comparison so strongly mm-hmm. but they they were still there so people were just like yeah man let's get rid of this baggage bloodboard fuck yeah <laughs> you know and uh if they, they had all just done that and never you know and this just happens to be the entry that has the misfortune of being the one that invites comparison so directly and so strongly uh and when i say misfortune it's incredibly intentional by design so it's really not misfortune at all, all right yeah um so you know it, it's a it's a bummer. Still looking forward to the DLC. Still glad I played it. Probably will not touch it after this. Like I don't I don't feel an urge to replay Dark Souls three the same way I can pretty much like replay most of the games in the series. Yeah, I will I will always be down uh, for lots of things. This might not be one of them. And I'm very happy that I have uh, two characters right now that are kind of ready and ready to go. For the DLC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm happy that my characters are have done the other DLC and are like really and done the game at a very high level. So just if the <laughs> DLC is like, here's a seven phase boss fight, like I, at the very least, we'll die in two hits instead of one. You know? Yeah. Um, I like recently before, uh, like kind of partway through this the season, I replayed Demon Souls. Oh yeah. And it's still so good. Yeah. Like it's really good. It's really like compact and fun, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, so it, it stood up in a way. It wasn't just you know. It's not just being done with the soul series it's really kind of specific yeah um but you know it is uh there are lots of things it does well and i hopefully we did a good job of calling those out as well yeah um so no that's all yeah um that's that yeah that's uh, that's the season for now i mean it's really not the season there's going to be um kind of asterisks and ellipses mm-hmm. dotted throughout um, our off season but let's uh, let's talk about our off season Yes. Um, um, so we have four games decided for the offseason right now, and there are more uh, they are going to be coming. You know, like Neo is still hanging out there. You know, Neo has a release date. Let It Die just came out. Yeah. Like we, we're in a weird, rich period for Souls like. So yeah. we can keep that going for a long time. Uh, I think the deciding factor as to when to end that won't be when we run out of Souls likes. Mm-hmm. It will be when the games uh, start borrowing kind of superficial elements. Yes. And not being worth like. Like, this is a game that has some kind of Dark Souls elements, but is not supporting our approach. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are four right now that we uh, that we have on deck um, and kind of in order if you're looking to uh, prioritize them. Uh, first, we're going to be doing Momodora uh, Reverie Under the Moonlight. This is the fourth Momodora game. I fired this up a couple days ago, Gary. This is a mm-hmm. beautiful game. It's it's one of my favorite games of last year. By Like, it's in my top five. It's super pretty. Uh, it's really, really good. It feels very good. Um, it's I appreciate the scope. The story stuff that's there is very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it's made by like one dude. Yeah. Um, very, very impressive and uh, pretty and good. Yeah, the pixel art and the animation are uh, uh, some real top tier stuff. 
and it's another like a kind of a, a chord in the the duckfeed anime accords because it is anime as fuck and i still yeah, love you play it, as so. a princess who, who who attacks with a leaf yeah it, it couldn't be more like you know ridiculous anime but it's so good yeah. so i i love it i say princess um, or priestess I'm, I'm I think so you tired. said princess, but it's yeah. it's it's priestess. Yeah. Um, um, after that is Hyperlight Drifter. This is going to be a two part uh, thing. Right now uh, is what we're looking at. Yep. Um, after that is going to be uh, Dark Mouse. Uh, Salt yes. and Sanctuary. Salt, Salt and Sanctuary. Thank you. Um, which I think is probably going to be a three parter. Yes. Um, there are a lot of bosses in Salt and Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really like I played that before and didn't I didn't love it. I liked it but didn't love it. But I'm looking yeah. forward to playing it with a new build. Um, what do you so, play with uh, to start on your first go? Well, um, I've, I did heavy weapons. I did my Dark Souls playthrough, like yep. light armor, huge fuck off weapon. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to mess around with magic and ranged stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I didn't, that bothered me about it, and your opinion, I'm not trying to, to poison the chalice or whatever, Yeah. Um, is that uh, these weird like lack of pot, like there's some, some definitively cheap bullshit things that can happen, mm. like getting hit on the ground attacks coming from off screen like bosses can go off the screen and Uh still attack you and you can't get to them there's some some lack of polish that comes with a two-person team uh that it's like still impressive but you know negatively impacted my fun yeah um and especially near the end when like they've ramped up the difficulty and it's like oh this boss has just walked off the screen well fuck me you know (laughs) and like there's a couple moments like that where i got very uh there's no way to telegraph weaknesses yeah, like uh, one like pro tip I would give you is that like if you're having a hard time with the boss, just look up the weakness because there's none of the like Dark Souls like oh this is a dragon so he's probably weak against lightning. Yeah, like yeah. enemies they just like hit the randomizer randomizer on the weaknesses. Yeah. So oh you know mm-hmm. poisoned and uh, and fire okay. Yeah, um, um, I'm excited. There's a there's a lot of item item description lore in this from what I played. So I'd the, like the to... story stuff is actually badass. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a pretty cool like I'm into the plot so. Yeah. That will be a fun, uh, fun little mini season mm-hmm. in and of itself. Yeah, um, and then after that, we've got uh, an episode on Dark Mouse. Um, yes, all of these are available on PC. Um, I think there might be one or two that are on uh, that are on Mac Hyperlight as well. Drifter is on uh, PS4 too. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So and like and Salt I, is on. Yes. So you know, really easy to go get a hold of. Like we're going to we're going into this period of like trying out new indie game stuff, and like the barrier to entry that, uh, for that is super low. So I hope that you kind of follow us along. Um, you know, kind of through, you know, this kingdom that Dark Souls kind of inspired. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, we've done a done a, a followers, you know, season before, but this is even stronger now. Yeah, you know, now now it is becoming similar to like YouTube videos. It's becoming mm-hmm. like a cottage industry kind of thing. Yeah. Um. There's also in between there because we are playing full games, uh, in this time. So like to prepare for this, I did a couple hours of like reading item descriptions and looking to see if anybody could convince me of you know better kind of theories on the endings mm-hmm. uh, and well as well as played the final boss and played the areas which is about an hour so that's three hours of, of preparation i did for this episode mm-hmm. um you know uh salt and sanctuary is like a 25 hour game yeah um so there's a lot more preparation there which means in this season um expect like uh some kind of specials peppered in um things like that to me you know literally to buy us time yeah um, we want to stay weekly because we want that momentum uh and it's not when i say buy us time they're not going to be bad no, there'll be no, no bad it's episodes. Not, it's like, not we're not gonna, yeah, we're not going to put out anything we don't think is good. Right. But if you're setting your watch by like, oh, man, they were going to finish Salt and Sanctuary here. And instead, there is a episode about the Dark Souls comic. That's mm-hmm. why. Yeah. Uh, you know, it'll be a little bit ramshackled just so we can maintain uh, playing a new game for each of these. Yeah. These things. Yeah. But what, what, what this is doing is it's doubling our watch out for fireballs workload. 
Yes, uh, which is significant because that's already you know a significant workload. Um, the uh, yeah, and let us know you know if we hope you stick with us. Let us know uh, you know if you do, mm-hmm. like stay out there and, and stay vocal because uh, you know the future of the show we've talked about it, it's not going anywhere. At the very least, we have that DLC. We have a victory lap season planned at some point. Um, from very well may release you know something they say is not a Dark Souls sequel, but is pretty yeah. much yeah. you know a Dark Souls sequel. Um, there are things up there that kind of question marks, uh, like tiny motes of fire that have appeared one day um, <laughs> that may end up rekindling kind of the traditional format of the show. Right. If that doesn't happen, we need to know if, that you're out there and if you are going to want to follow us if we did decide to tackle another series, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I talked about that on Facebook a while back, uh, but in case you're not on Facebook, um, ideas for that, thoughts about that, you can send them to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to do it as long as they're, you know, as long as you guys want to hear it. Like, I mean, we want to do it, period, but yeah. whether we keep it going as Bonfire Side Chat or rebrand it or something like that will depend on kind of your your participation and you kind of coming along with us. Yeah, yeah. So. Willingness to follow. Yeah, so let, let us know. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably about it. I think so. Um, I would like to um, extend a special thanks to all of our guests. Who, oh, um, yeah, absolutely. Who, who, who appeared. This has been a fantastic season for guests. Gary uh, does the legwork in hooking that up. Um, thank you to all the uh, listeners who have suggested people. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the awesome perks about this show is getting to meet um, other people who are similarly passionate about this uh, about this series. And universally, they have all been delightful people that I'm happy to uh, to have encountered. Yeah, we, we've been um, just throughout the entire series. Like, we've been so lucky. Yeah. You know, in that respect. And that's been, you know, I got to meet a lot of people who I admire quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and, and we thought about making our last guest an amalgamation of all of them. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but it would suck. Like, you can't, you cannot capture Danielle Rando's character <laughs> right. in, a, in a faceless, empty suit of armor, <laughs> you know, who just kind of like uh, read the show notes in a monotone, <laughs> you know, um, in a monotone, but still somehow with the, uh, with her Rhode Island accent. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, yeah, we decided not to go for the amalgamation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and said are just going to do a classy thank you, yes. a tasteful thank you to everybody. So yeah. thanks very much. And uh, if there are people who uh, I see on Twitter every once in a while, someone will be like, hey, I loved you on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, not only is that sweet, but it's also helpful to us. Yes. So if somebody was on the show and you like them on here, let them know. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we're not a huge fish in the pod pond and having that kind of clout of being like, hey, do you want to come come on, on the show that you never heard of? Yeah. Uh, you know, that helps if you. Our fans are their fans too. Yeah, and let's make that known. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, uh, if you want to go back and listen to old episodes of the show, recently did a redesign of the site, uh, moved it over to a new place. Uh, you can either find it the usual ways at duckfeed.tv forward slash bonfire site chat. We'll redirect to it. We now have a, a snazzy URL and have for a little bit. It's bonfireside dot chat. Yes, I yes. sprung for the for the for the crazy URL for the crazy yeah. TLD. Um, yeah. But uh, all of that's there, and uh, everything is kind of tagged by season. Uh, Going to be adding in guests as well. So if you want to go in and see all of the times that uh, that Jeremy has guessed it, you're going to see that mm-hmm. as well. Uh, might take a little bit of time to do, to do that, but it's there. Yeah, that'll be uh, stuff to look out for. So uh, you know, again, uh, we're not going anywhere. We thank you for coming with us, and uh, we really do appreciate it. Yeah. So until next time, what should they do, Cole? Um. Well, uh, ratings, reviews, iTunes, Patreon, all that. Uh. But uh. But most of all, uh, I don't know. Watch for those motes of light. Yeah. Humbasa. Humbasa. And we all pray that we will have far more soon. <laughs> <laughs>